0: You are listening to The Spectrum, part of Daily Northwestern's opinion section, which focuses on marginalized voices. I'm Ariel Chase. And I'm Christine Farallon. This week's story from Sharon Z. Mims touches on the importance of resilience while navigating the black experience at
1: NU. Let's start with an excerpt of the piece. I went to work at Phoneathon. It was a normal shift. I was talking to great alumni and raising money. That was until he picked up the phone. He was an older man. Having graduated sometime in the early 1960s, the conversation started with the basics. Name, address, occupation. As the call progressed, I decided to ask him to give to a student group on campus. It was all downhill from there. He paused and asked me if I was black. I said I was. Then I hear, I don't give money to black people. You can imagine how I must have felt. Shocked hurt, angry, confused, then sorrowful, as a rush of emotion overcame me. I ran to the bathroom and proceeded to sob helplessly. I cried for Sandra Bland. I cried for racism. I cried for myself. I cried for my blackness. Well, I'm still here, taking up space. I fill that space with excellence, dignity, and scholarship. I feel that space with superb blackness, consciousness, and compassion for others. I deserve to be here just as much as anyone else. I don't have to prove my worth.
0: So, hi, Sharon. So, do you want to take a minute uh, just to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your piece?
1: You know my name. My name is Sharon. I'm a junior here in Northwestern, a poli sci, anthropology double major, and a Brady Scholar. Um, but I wrote this piece. Because I had talked to a professor, um, Barnett Hesse, about my experiences in Northwestern. And he was like, hey, we should write this down. We should share this with people. They need to know about these things that are happening. And so then Ariel reached out. And I, was, I decided to write the piece. And just I remember those things being like monumental things that happened at Northwestern and just shaped my experience. So I wanted to share that with other people.
0: Great, thank you. Um, in reference to your anecdote about Wildcat Welcome, why do you feel that affirmative action is important?
1: I think a lot of times people think that affirmative action is just for black people or just for specific minorities, but it's not. If you look it up, it's for women and minorities, minorities. It's basically to level the playing field because those groups of people and I happen to be a double minority, technically, right? But those people don't benefit from the system as it is. And so you want to create a space in which people can learn from others in, like, a diverse community, which is important for us to know and to learn. Like, at, hopefully, at some point, we won't need it. Hopefully, at some point, we'll be so diverse and, like, so just, like, grouped in and everybody has some type of experience with other people of, like, different cultures and, like, different genders that we'll, we won't have to have it. But at, at this point, we do need it.
0: What, uh, what did you hope or what do you hope to achieve with this piece?
1: I hope to achieve some level of just, just shared love on the people of color on the Christmas campus. I thought about the work that is being done, like, as being a student here. And I want other students to feel like, you know what, just because it's hard, it's hard. Yeah, it's damn hard, I know. But, like, we can do this. We can, we can make spaces for ourselves, and we can make people see us. And the people that tell us we can't make it, I was probably as afraid that we are going to make it. I want them to like have that love on campus. I want them to feel important. I want them to feel validated cuz no one's going to tell you, you know? Nobody's going to tell you. They got to tell themselves. And you have to like reach in and like dig deep and just persevere and push through. And so that's what I wanted to do with this piece.
0: Do you think that programs like Wildcat Welcome do a good job of educating students on diversity? And if not, like what can be improved upon?
1: I think that Wildcat Welcome does a Pretty good job. The reason I actually became a PA is because of the situation that happened my freshman year and I wanted to kind of go in that community and kind of be a first, I don't know, first reference of, of impact for a student who thinks like that. Like, okay, just hold on, wait a second. Let me enlighten you about these things. Um, so you talked about the release of the Sandra Bland video and the effect that it had on
0: you. Um, I love the quote that you had about it that we worked on together <laughs> um, about the world doesn't stop, especially at a school like NU, even when your heart does. Um, and so I totally understand what you mean, but I definitely, the whole idea of like going to school while black or even like, you know, that type of idea is really real and I understand it, but can you just elaborate a little bit more on how it feels when instances like the death of Sandra Bland or Michael Brown occur at a school like, you know, here where you have to keep going and you like, no one's really making, they try, but they're not making as much of like a, you know, comfortable space for you.
1: Oh man. Um, mm. I'm the day, like, the Mike Brown, lack of indictment, happened. Um, and I was in class, in a sociology class, and I'm on my computer, and it's popped up because I have f- notifications on my laptop. And I just I just couldn't focus. I'm just like, wait, like, let me just, I can't. But I'm in a class of people, and there's a lot of white people in the class. And it was just like, how do I navigate this? How do I, how do I deal with this without making a scene or, like, without, you know? <laughs> like, because you have to think about all these, like, politics of, like, Representation that happened for Black mm-hmm. students on campus, and like you can't just stop because okay, a police brutality happened. Well, okay. People say, "Well, that didn't happen to you," but it directly affects me because I am Black, and because I can't take off this skin. I can't. I can't pretend to be. I can't do a Rachel Dolezal and be white. Like, you know I can't do that. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I, I can't do that. So like, I have to. Like I said, schedule time. My time to group. I have to. Okay, Sharon, hold it together. I li- I've literally literally like left class like. Trying not to cry on my way home. Like I literally have to like f- like focus hard on like maintaining my my composure, maintaining my like my 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 sanity at, at a point because of like how are people going to perceive me. What are they gonna think about? Okay, if I break down crying in class, will they understand? Will they even empathize? Will they care? Will they actually care? Will they actually actually care? But I just think <sighs> being a student while black. Especially at a PWI, and for those who don't know, it's a predominantly white institution. It's it's hard. It's like having to be on your on your on your square every day, every hour, every second, and be ready to to dis, to separate yourself from your actual person, and be a person that is palatable, that is Pal- desirable. That's
0: horrible.
1: Palatable. <laughs> Pal- yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. literally that is that way. I actually have
0: like a a comment about
1: that. I just think. Um, just like a little anecdote, this is about
0: you, but this is like, it relates, mm-hmm. I had a class, and um, we had someone come in and speak, she was a news anchor, and she played like over and over again the death of Freddie Gray, mm-hmm. no, Laquan McDonald, like the police footage death of Laquan McDonald, of him being shot several times, um, and and her the point of her story was that, you know, it was an ethical decision to choose to play it, you know, to like let the public know, but we had to watch that a couple of times, and it was like, maybe you know it doesn't affect the white students in here, but like I see my brother there, I see right. my cousin, I see my uncle, you know, yeah. uh, and it was just like I felt kind of uncomfortable and how do you how do you explain that? So I think that you really touched on like you know um, like the quote that you use, I just feel like you know, the world doesn't stop, you know, and we have to, we have a specific situation of, um, you know, being able to really relate our experiences to other black people's experiences, and Mm -hmm. I guess other minorities as well. Um, And I think um, that's something that everyone should take an African American Studies
1: class. (laughs) (laughs) class (laughs) But yeah, just really quick, I guess. Just, I guess, like, the black experience, like, Especially, like, in America. I'm not, I can't speak other countries, right? But just, like, it's very much a, like, if you black, you my sister kind of thing or you're my brother kind of thing. Whereas, like, this kind of solidarity, like, even on campus, like, you walk past somebody's black, you wave, you say hi. Because, like, you have to sit together no matter what. As it's, it's how it feels. You have to be. Um, so you might not necessarily, like, like somebody, but you be like, okay, what's up, girl? Because, like, shared experiences, shared experiences and just having to deal with that or, like, this kind of representation of black women, uh, representation of black men and what does that look like and having to s- s- talk properly and, you know, having yeah. to, you know, check people. So I just encourage, like, students of color, it's not your job, and I'm not telling you it, it's your job every day. Like, you can do what you want to do, but just, like, check people in their they place. Like, they, they do something that, that offends you, let them know because otherwise they, won't even, they, they might not even know. They might so.
0: not even know. Um, okay, and another question is: I really loved how your piece showed a, a sort of defiance and proud declaration of self worth and legitimacy. Um, and I know that this is something that has to be worked towards. Like people will think that you just came out of the womb popping. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Nah, especially when it. people break you down like that. So just like from like freshman year to like thon guy to like now, how have you worked towards this confidence? Um, like, and how, like any advice, I guess, for like how to bring other young minority students up with you because where you are obviously is a struggle but it seems like a nice place to be at
1: (laughs) wow um I'll say a few things about that first of all um my transition to Northwestern was a little bit rough because I come from a predominantly black neighborhood so like that culture shock when I got here was obviously like big but one thing I can say is, like, don't isolate yourself. Like, I isolated myself freshman year. And, like, I don't know, you know me, Ariel. Like, I think I've made a really big change in personhood. Like, I wouldn't even hug people. Like, I don't, like, don't. I was really, like, reserved, but just really kind of, like, afraid to, to kind of stand out as far as, like, this person that may not have as much or may not have these experiences that other people have. And, like, how do you relate with these people? Make sure you, like, find a support group. Find a community. Like, my community is, like, Northwestern Community Ensemble, like, the black community. Um, just, like, groups that, like, are, are there for you. For the black people, if you feel like, you know, you only black person in your class and you just feel like I have to speak on behalf of all black people in America right now, okay, just t- go back and talk to your people. Like, just talk to them. You know, they, they give you some ground, some, some type of, like, level we can just share your ideas without being judged as, like, the spokesperson for black America. Also, just, like, I've moved towards this confidence, as you put it, um, basically, like, through writing and, like, through processing experiences. You have to deal with stuff. Because, like, sometimes you just kind of internalize it and you kind of just push it down. And you just, if, it, if it comes up, you just like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. You got to talk about those things. You have to process and deal with those things. How do they make you feel? What are you going to do differently? These situations, like, my freshman year, it could have been like, I mean, I don't deserve to be here. I was, I was already feeling inadequate. I was already feeling, like, this kind of outcast. And then, like, you go and you be like, well, you don't belong here. And that's the icing on the cake of, like, I don't want to be here. I hate this school. And, like, that carried over for a good two years. Like, And I was like, I'm transferring. I'm gone. Um, but sometimes you had have these situations that, like, make you uncomfortable. But, like, you learn from those situations and you share them with others. And this is a good example of, like, sharing experience with others. And, like, you're not alone in what happens to you. And that you you, you have a voice. And, like... You can voice your opinions about the things that happen to you and, like, process situations that affect you. Dig deep. And three, like, figure out what it is you want to do. How do you define your self-worth? If you feel like you're not, you don't deserve to be here. why do you feel like that? Explore that thing. And you find the root and, like, figure out what makes you special, what makes you important. And you run with that. And, I'm, and, like, don't let anybody tell you. Like, somebody say, you, oh, you're dramatic. I know I'm passionate. Like, correct them. Like, okay, no. So you're wrong. Um, <laughs> but this is, this is who I am, and this is what I believe myself to be. And just, like, know who you are. Figure that out. I think this is a place for Like, a, cause, a good place to figure out who you yeah. are.
0: Thank you so much, Sharon. And thank you for listening. If you're interested in contributing to The Spectrum, please check out our page on The Daily's website.